I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Flying through the sky on a ship made of dreams. Everything's amazing, nothing's what it seems. Happy boys, happy boys. Spectral ship with Captain Pellew. Fighting evil demons, making devils scream and howl. Grab your axe, relax, and join in. Don't forget to bring a towel. Happy boys, happy boys. Spectral ship with Captain Pellew. A trip on a spectral ship with Captain Pellew. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hell or High Rollers! Yeah! Alright, folks, we are back. You know who I am. I'm Dave. I'm your GM. I'm sort of sounding like a fairground host. Here we go. <laughs> All right, great. Let's go around and introduce our characters. Chris Leesk, let's start with you. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a bubba. Barbarian Goliath. And uh, a little interesting thing. Now I'm going way back to like the first couple of episodes that we had. I'm gonna do a 
Glubrick is so simple, he thought a sorcerer specialised in condiments. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I really like that it. one. Good game. Hang on. That's a clean joke. Yeah. That yeah. is clean. That is, yeah. Chris, do you mm-hmm. have inspiration? No. You do now. Oh, oh, my oh my god! So because of like everyone can enjoy, well done, Chris. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Okay, so more condiment gags. I get more inspiration. Brilliant. I'm going to write this down. I think Chris, we mean more good gags. They don't have to be condiments. We've been making jam jokes for ten episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need more. That's very true. That's very true. Okay, great. Thank you for my inspiration. I feel good. Do you want to quit while you're ahead? Should we move on? Yeah, I, I don't want to say anything more. Okay, great. Adam Megiddo. Hello, I'm Adam Megiddo, and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer who lives alone in the Hivis Tower in the Rodney Marsh. I've got a question for the group, and by extension, the listening audience. Which is the most useless of the Dungeons & Dragons dice? Ooh. Ooh. I'd say the 10. Are we yeah, the 10. I'd say the 12. The 12. I'd, I'd go for the 12. It's between the 12 and the yeah. 4, Dave, don't you think? Yeah. 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 And also, with a D12, just... 2d6. What are you yeah, doing? Right. <laughs> but statisticians will be very angry at you. All the statisticians listening. Oh, they can say that rolling. I mean, not the same as rolling 1d12. No, it's not. It's a 2 to 12. We know that. We know that. But I am <laughs> I could start some kind of reckless pressure group campaign to abolish the d12 just to see what happens. I yeah. love that idea. I think you should tell our high rollers getting political. Yeah. <laughs> just to kind of get a bedrock of support for some other cause. Very good. Ellie Morris, it is you. Oh, uh, hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Ellie Morris, and I play everyone's favorite sentient mushroom. It's Ghoul! Yay! Uh, a, little, a little interesting tidbit about Ghoul this week is that Ghoul, whilst journeying through hell, has been running a betting pool with basically anyone and everyone that the Happy Boys have come across, taking bets on who of the Happy Boys will be the first to die. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. shit. You are so evil. So he's got he's got oh. some odds going. Ghoul, you know, it's, it's 50 to 1 for, for Ghoul. He's pretty it's confident pretty good. about Eric, 3 to 1. Sorry. Wow. wow. One. And Henley's one to ten. I'm oh, two wow. to one, so I'm the most likely to die. No, no one Henley's to ten. Henley's the most likely. likely. So it's one to oh. ten, so you have to bet ten devil pounds. To get one. To get one profit. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Ghoul. So, yeah, Ghoul's pretty certain that Henley's I feel like this is why Ghoul has been trying to off me. He's not. He's <laughs> he not does keep trying. throwing curses He's my way. He's got trust issues, okay? Yeah. He's taking bets on who's going to die. That's nothing to do with trust. <laughs> he's literally he's got a financial incentive now but, you know, he's going to use the money to help the happy boy not the dead one <laughs> anyway so he's got a lot of gold on yeah. the sly great wow oh a lot of gold a lot of devil <laughs> pounds got money now yeah and hello i'm henry shields i play henley whispers aka dave fern <laughs> wow <laughs> Obviously I love that Human ranger, crystal healer Your layer's like an onion peeler <laughs> That's why that was so hard Wow He'll get inside your psyche oh. And he'll use crystals to do it <laughs> He believes in the healing and revealing power Of quartz And like <laughs> <laughs> I love how quickly Henry Shields' knowledge of crystals unraveled there. <laughs> Shall we use that as an opportunity to let loose on the next episode of Hell or High Rollers? Yeah, you yeah. said it. Yeah.
We last left the Happy Boys when you were transported by Captain Pellew and his first mate, Old Papa Crumble. You travelled on their spectral 19th century naval ship through the skies and the various layers of hell. And you touch down outside General Scarifax's military camp back on Avernus. Now you've been charged by the uh, the agents of My6 with assassinating Scarifax. And this is to halt the demon advance from moving into the deeper layers of the Nine Hells. Before you set off on your journey, you went to the Patreon lab where you got some cool items that were donated to us by our wonderful patreon subscribers and yeah can everyone just go around and give me a quick reminder of the, the wonderful things you got from the patreon lab yeah so i had or google has the throwing stars of domination which are regular throwing stars they do one d4 damage but then i can use a bonus action to dominate the person i chris Glubrick, have the vibe jacks which is like an axe, but I can, instead of dealing damage, I can do an inside check. And I'm very excited to use that. And you got the fourth wall brick as well, right? Oh, yeah! I've got the fourth wall brick, which I'm very excited to use, but also incredibly nervous. I'm potentially going to aid us or destroy us with that. I have the forget-me-not, which will compel truth from those tied by the rope. Nice. Love that one. Very good. And I have the seal of fate, which is a, an actual seal, a tiny, the t- a tiny mammal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can flip the seal in the air, and if it comes down heads or tails, then it's either a natural twenty or a natural one, and whatever roll. I don't know how a seal lands heads or tails, though. Presumably, it will just land flat on its belly. Or its back. Yeah, I don't want to hurt the seal, though. Yeah, maybe it's really? a special kind of seal that can only land on its head or tail. Maybe it's just got a lot of weight in its nose or, or tail. Yeah, uh, it's a weighted That's seal. That's true. Very weighted <laughs> nose and tail seal. Is it, is it a single-use seal of bait? It's once per episode. Oh, once per episode. Okay. Presumably yeah. the seal needs time to recover from having been flipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has to go for a little day. Face or yeah. smashed yeah. on its yeah. tail. Goes it has to, to go to like down. a spa day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Adam, you have the fire distinguisher, which can detect hidden magic. That is correct. Somebody um, wrote in and said they, they had spent a whole level confronted by illusions and they never used the fire distinguisher. But of course, I had it and I was actually in Ghana. Yes. Ah, very true. Very, very good. good. Absolutely. Well done. And then in the battle, you were essentially useless. Well, that's that's always the case with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So you guys were uh, accompanied by Agent Cash Pound, uh, and she gave you a brief on what to expect when you were to get to Scarifax's camp. And you were told that you were going to meet the inside agent. And this inside agent was none other than Tootsie McJingles, the tiefling director, writer, performer, and bard. Now, Agent Cash Pound, Captain Pellew, and Old Papa Crumble, they are stood aboard the ship, ready for extraction and toots walks over to you guys and says um okay guys so i've used my acting skills to infiltrate the camp <laughs> do you have any questions why yes. are you yeah lots of questions whoa, 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 whoa. please why? guys guys one at a time go ahead ghoul ask him your questions why does it have to be you that was my question too so yes i second that i yeah. was also gonna ask that i third that all of the happy boys want to know why it's you toots you you dreadful slimeball, you. <laughs> oh, guys, it's because I'm such a gifted performer that they wanted me to go in and pretend to be a demon. Watch this. Ma, 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 ma. Is, that, <laughs> is that what a demon sounds like? 
Is that a warm yeah, up? Yeah, actually, it's, yeah, it was a warm up. <laughs> I know you guys are united on this, but I think Henley is genuinely impressed. I I find it hard to think that Henley wouldn't see this and be like, "Well, this is incredible. This guy has such confidence." So, Toots, to, to, what have you been doing in there? Just been like walking around, making notes, you know, thinking about mostly about my own performance within the camp. See, you've just been wandering around. Have you found out any secrets? I mean, do you, do you know what we need to do? Have you got any idea whatsoever? Absolutely. That's a great question, Glubrick, and I'm going to answer it. So, <laughs> he's so annoying. Oh. I think I'm also worried about how much I enjoy playing him. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely gotten more annoying yeah. since yeah. you realised how annoying he is. No, I love it. Push, push <laughs> yeah. it to the limit. So, I could explain this as Dave, but would you like me to explain it as Toots? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Explain it by... Yeah, yeah, explain it by... Sorry, I had a panic attack. That's a great warm-up glue brick. Love it. No, I just thought, you know, to turts, turts, turts. Demon. Yeah, my name is a great warm-up. Now, when you approach the camp, basically the defences are just allocated totally randomly each day. So you're going to basically have exterior security, interior security, and then the security of the inner sanctum. The inner sanctum is not a euphemism. It's where Scarifax is. <laughs> I didn't Thanks, think it was Chris. a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's loads of different ways to get in a camp. Sometimes there are secret entrances. Sometimes it's easiest just to walk through the front gate. Sometimes it's best to split into teams. You know, there's all kinds of different things that can happen. Uh, okay, so before you guys uh, head towards the camp, Captain Pellew, Agent Cashpound, and Old Papa Crumble are waiting on the boat. They're not going to come with you. They're going to wait for your uh, extraction. And Toots starts leading the way towards the camp. Okay, but just before we do that, uh, Henley walks over to Captain Pellew and salutes that rips off a, a brilliant naval salute, whatever that is. That <laughs> right, <one>. okay. <laughs> the free-thinking salute. It says, Captain Pellew, sir. Uh, I, I must be heading forth to continue my journey, but thank you for everything you've done for us. You're welcome, my boy. It's always amazing to have you aboard the ship. <laughs> thank you, sir. It's exploded. I wonder if I might impress upon you to uh, do a favor of me, for me, sir. <laughs> What's happened to your mind, my boy? I'm a little flustered. Excuse me. Speak little... plain, boy. Yes, sir. You see, I only have one soul shard left. One piece of my soul left before I turn into a mindless, gibbering devil. I'm obviously hoping to avoid that, but there's rather a long way to go, and I'm wondering if perhaps you might carry a message for me, if I don't make it. Of course, my boy. Anything. And Henley hands him a scrap of towel that's <laughs> been folded up, and there's a, a message written inside the towel. And he says, if you could please get this to my son. Your, your young son back in the mortal plane. Yes, if you can find a way. Please try to do it without terrifying him. You are a ghost. Don't worry, Henry. I will do my very best to get this message to your son. But I have a feeling you will be able to deliver it yourself. I hope so, sir. And then he puts the towel in Captain Pelly's hands. And it falls through, I assume. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, uh, Papa Crumble, can you pick up the towel, please? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he picks up the towel, he folds it, he puts it on the boat. He gives you a very solemn single nod. Very nice. He yeah. just walks yeah. off. Henley returns that solemn nod, and there's a nice. charged homoeroticism in the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll, me a, roll me a performance check to see how solemn the nod is. <laughs> 19. 
19. It is a very solemn nod. And uh, as you return the nod, Pelu just cracks a little smile and walks off. God bless that man. <laughs> and you guys head towards the main entrance of the camp. Who's going to okay. go first? Uh, you, Gluebrick. Because you're the right. pretty. <laughs> or just because you don't want to go, Gorg. No, that's, I'll be going there. <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, let's send the guy with only one life left. Here we go. And can I just like, walk to the gates? Yeah, so roll me a d10 to find out what random defence you're going to have. Six! Great, so Gluebrick, as you look at the front entrance of this huge camp shaped like a flannel, you <laughs> look around and you see that there are many hounds, devil dogs, and that you're going to have to befriend, persuade, try and get past these dogs somehow. Easy peasy. I can't talk with animals. But, as I think that, I get on all fours and I just crawl up to them and I lick one of their noses. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know what? Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay, you're sort of, Are you trying to pretend to be a dog? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. But you know, you just got to sometimes, you got to treat a dog like a dog. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. I brought myself to them <laughs> level. Of course, you always treat a dog. It'd be weird to treat a dog <laughs> as an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you go up to one of the dogs and it's got a little clipboard and like one of those little oh. visors. <laughs> oh, so I have to like, treat like a real here by treating this accountant dog like a regular dog. <laughs> yeah. So let's see how this persuasion check goes. <laughs> Should I give myself disadvantage now? No, no, let's stick with advantage. Let's see if if you make it through. 18. 18, yeah, the accountant dog, you lick its nose (laughs) and it just goes... (laughs) And then the other dogs just turn and look and they're like growling and he just goes... And then they all just split like the Red Sea and Glubrick just strolls past. As I walk in, because now we're now spies, I just start speaking into my wrist like you would in a spy movie, assuming they can hear me, knowing they probably can't hear me. And it's like, guys, I mean, just, just be careful. There are counting dogs there. You've got to lick their noses. And then I just go in. Nice. So you've given advice to no one. <laughs> to my wrist. My own wrist. Right. So Glubrick has gone in. He's gone through the dogs. What are you guys doing? Well, I guess we can just follow him, right? Yeah, let's follow so, him. Let's do it. Yeah, let's follow him. Dog noses. Okay, Ghoul just, yeah, starts sauntering up to the dog noses and tries to have a little, little lip. So as you approach, you feel the air shift and crackle around you. And as we mentioned before, this is Scarifax's camp. The kind of arcane energy and just the kind of general vibe is chaotic, right? So what happens is as you approach the dogs, it j- you just hear this spark of electricity and everything just morphs and shifts. And it's oh, almost wow. like reality bends in front of you and the dogs just disappear and are replaced with a different security system. So L, roll me a D10. Wow. Okay, That's three. You got a three. So yeah. what appears in front of you is a group of guards and next to that group of guards is... <laughs> a sacrificial altar so you must make a sacrifice in order to appease these demon guards and toots just stands next to you and is like i told you guys it would be crazy okay. <laughs> uh, he all just uh, slowly kind of turns his face up to henley <laughs> and eyes him looks him up and down cool i have uh, one what? i have one soul piece left <laughs> Anything. Why are you looking at me, though? You're a handsome man, Henry. Mm, financial incentives. Cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rubbing his little his little pocket full of gold. Um, okay, well, shall I? Okay, shall I? Uh, oh, go, God. Go, go, right. go, go. Sacrifice me. Yeah. Why not sacrifice Toots? 
I'm not certain it'll work, but at least he will know how much we hate him. <laughs> That's true, but then how will how will we do with something inside? Yes, you're right. We we need to keep him. He's a, he's our only guide. I do still have Terry Moss, and then Ghoul just kind of on like scoops up Aww. a little patch of moss that's been traveling around on his back with him, just dozing quietly. You want to sacrifice that? What about this guy? Fucking Ghoul is so dark. He's getting worse. What about sacrificing your dignity? <laughs> Very good. What would that entail? Only you can tell what is deeply humiliating. But I shall stand here and watch. What would humiliate Ghoul? Yeah, yeah Ghoul is hard to humiliate, isn't he? Mm. That is true. Does Ghoul have a penis? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we're going down <laughs> this road. Yeah. I wonder how long yeah. it would take. Glue bricks just the other <laughs> side, he whispering into his his wrist. I wonder if Ghoul has a penis. <laughs> <laughs> First, let me try this. Uh, and he just jumps up and licks the nose of one of the guards. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me an acrobatics check. It's a 15. The guard, the demon guard, not being fooled, seeing that this mushroom is riddled with an infernal curse, <laughs> just uses his shield and just bashes you out of the way Ooh. and just knocks, doesn't do any damage, but just knocks you to the side. Ah! Just as. Right out again, little one. All right, noted. Okay, so Ghoul's gonna hop up to the to the altar, and he slowly turns turns his back to the the audience, <laughs> and then he says, <laughs> "Hit it." <laughs> Did anything happen? Hit it, guys. As you say, hit it. Toots turns around. So I created Toots. Toots has a special feature that he could use once per long rest. Before you, Toots whispers a spell and creates a 30-foot illusionary stage, complete with ornate decorations, dramatic lighting, and an ethereal audience. And that appears in front of you, and that means that you will have advantage on all charisma-based ability checks whilst on this stage. But you almost want it to be the opposite. I want it to fail. fail. Yeah, Yeah. but Toots Toots is trying to help you. He's like, here you go, girl. Time for performance. All right. Thanks, Toots. Well, here goes. Uh... All right, then Ghoul gets up on the on the magical stage. He turns around slowly to face the back, and he says, "Hit it!" You <laughs> say, "Hit it!" What are we supposed to do? We stop <laughs> yes, yes. There we go. Yes, more. <laughs> and he starts like turning around and just kind of shimmying on the spot. <laughs> Toots looks at his audience and just sort of, I think he tries to sort of help you and he kind of waves his hand and the audience just starts to kind of fade away. Oh. And then he realises what's happening and the stage starts to fade. Oh. And you're just kind of stood there and are you continuing to sing? Do, 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 do. Come on, everybody, what's that? where are you going? The party's oh just getting God. started. Oh. <laughs> And he does like a little can-can. With it's his little so hand. painful. I tell you what, I've had dreams like this. I've actually had matinees like this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the show's only just begun. Do, 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 do. Oh. And he just sees everyone fading away in the ethereal oh. audience. Okay, leaving. Ghoul, roll me a deception no. check with advantage. Okay. 17. 17, very good. The guards look at you and sort of look at each other and they just go, 
Oh, fucking hell. Sorry, little one. <laughs> and they just stand aside. <laughs> cool, are you just hopping through the first think, bit of defense? I think so. I mean, if they're letting me through, I just turn to the others and say, never speak of this again. Understood. Oh, hi, go. Yeah, you you meet you meet Glubrick on the other side. I did a dance and it was so good they let me through. <laughs> I snogged a dog. <laughs> Great, so who's approaching next? Oh uh, yeah, I'll go next. Great. As you approach the sacrificial altar, again the chaotic forces of Scarifex's camp whip and swirl. And uh everyone's been rolling me a D ten, but can you roll me a D twelve, please? Oh, oh, oh the horror. <laughs> oh the old D twelve, alright. It's a five. And I'm just pointing out that I could have got the same result from two D six or three D four. Or a D8 and a D4. I'm, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> okay, you approach the uh, gate and you can issue a challenge. So there is a guard at the gate. Now you can do a test of skill or strength or worthiness or anything that you want, but you have to issue a challenge to the guard mm. and win that challenge. Oh, okay. What's Eric good at? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Pomposity? Yeah. <laughs> I challenge you, sir, to a duel of pomposity. (laughs) And this guard turns around and goes, Very well, let's begin! Damn it, he's got a cravat. (laughs) Yeah, he puts a cravat on. (laughs) And he pulls out like a sort of Victorian ladies fan. Oh, oh, double whammy. (laughs) Eric, you go first. We'll do three rounds of pomposity. You, sir, I notice there you have a fan upon your person, perhaps Mm. to remove the odour of swamp pigeon that permeates you. (laughs) (laughs) Very pompous. Very, very pompous. And he's going to take a D12 of psychic damage. D12? Oh, I've never loved a D12 more, Dave. (laughs) uh, Adam, you can roll me that D12. I sure will. And I rolled a nine. A nine, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, and I, I lean back on one into my hip, very pleased with myself. This guard adjusts his cravat, and he walks up to Tootsie McJingles, and he just mm-hmm. gives him a little peck on the cheek, and he just goes, Now here's an actor! How dare you, sir? Although you are correct, I'm more of a writer than an actor. But yes, I, the point was well made. You take two psychic damage. Two. You say you're an actor, sir. I think you are more of a tractor. (laughs) (laughs) You are more suited to ploughing the fields than treading the boards. (laughs) (laughs) We have found, I mean, we have found what Eric is good at. We have found he's really good at being pompous. That's his thing. So yeah, Adam, roll me two D12s. Two D12s. That's eight and seven, 15. Oh, I've got this D... You kill him. No. <laughs> Whoa. The guy, the guy yeah. takes so much psychic damage, he just drops dead. Oh my god, he must just, have had some trauma associated with tractors. He just <laughs> hits the ground and you've pompous a man to death. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Wow. And you stroll through the gate. Is he a real man or was he an illusion of the chaos? He was real, yeah. He was a real, well, he was a demon. All right. I think I'm going to cast mm-hmm. Animate Dead and bring him back to life and bring him <laughs> as a servant with me. Gage a servant. So good. So you're going to bring him back? He's now, yeah. He just has to serve you because of that. This spell creates an undead servant. Corpse of a medium or small. Is it a humanoid? Yeah, so what I've done is I've used the same stats as the Dretch guards that you met on the train on the way yeah. in, oh, yeah, in okay. Mineros. I've used the same stats as that. Well, it gets I get to give it some kind of command as a bonus action on each of my turns. Great, so That's this thing incredible. just gets up with a little ruffle. I was impressed with your pomposity, sir, but you have met your match. I am Eric Sanguinius, and you are my servant. Yeah. You'll work <laughs> on the voice. Come, follow me. <laughs> And he just falls in line behind you and walks through the gate. That's great. I've just been reading about Animate Dead. So it lasts for 24 hours, at mm. which point you are, you have to cast it again successfully. And if you don't, it can just do whatever it wants. So you stay with Animate Dead, <laughs> you can just turn on you. Yeah, that's so great. great. Also, he hasn't taken any physical damage, so he won't even look dead. Yeah, that's mm, true. Right. He's just taken psychic damage. Just ruined his mind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his mind. I, ruined his, I ruined his mind by calling him a tractor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, Henley Whispers approaches. Roll me a d10. Two. Okay, so as you approach the uh, the gate, it shifts and changes, and you are immediately whipped away from the main group, and you fall through a wacky entrance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This wacky entrance leads to other areas of the camp that have either false entrances, they lead to dead ends, or other kind of wacky shenanigans. So you've essentially found a secret entrance. Oh, awesome. Okay, great. Totally rad. You don't have to do a check, you're in. And uh, yeah, you guys see Henley being whipped away to this sort of wackier area of the camp. And Toots just breezes through. And he's like, hi guys, well done on passing through the first set of security. But, but, but Toots, where, where's Henley? What happened to Henley? He went through to the wacky entrances. Well, we must find him. We must find him. The happy boys are a unit. Toots, we need to find Henley, but also, like, what do we need to do? Like, just tell us what we need to do, how we kill this guy, and how we get out, and why is everything changing? It's very chaotic, and it's making my... My my nerves, bad. Okay, first of all, glue brick, you need to grow up. Okay. Second oh. of all, I'm sorry, your pal Henley has gone off on the wacky adventure. Are you jealous? Because you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, a really nasty, nasty. I've I've kind of always had your back here. I've always kind of said, oh, he's a bit annoying, but he's lovely. That doesn't sound like you've got my back, glue brick. That sounds like you've said I'm annoying, but I'm kind of funny. Okay, Ghoul right. jumps in, in front and he says, Hey, listen, Toots, these here, they're my happy boys, and I won't have nobody saying nothing against them, you hear? Well said, Ghoul. Thanks. All right, little ones. Okay. Little so basically, ones. 
You guys have been sent here to assassinate Scarifax. Yes. So basically, you just got to make your way through the camp, find him, and kill him. Mm-hmm. But, and, and what do we need you for exactly, Toots? Hmm? Hmm? Well, I can guide you through each section. Unless you'd rather me just walk away, I could. But well, I'd rather you just are... gave us a map and left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So as you say that, he just goes, okay. And he gets out a piece of paper and he hands it to you. An accurate map, please, though. No, no, no funny stuff. No, it's completely accurate. Take a look. I look down at the map. I know it's going to say something like, you're a tosser. What does it say? <laughs> <laughs> It's just a picture of Toots oh. just flipping you off. <laughs> right, very good. Toots, excellent. Yes, yes, yes. That wasn't predictable at all. Why don't you lead on and we shall follow? <laughs> yeah, you follow me like good little sheep. Bye, oh. boys. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just seething on the ground. I turn, um, I turn to Ghoul and I say, one day, Ghoul, when Toots is dead, I shall animate him and I shall make him just walk about <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and then, yes. and then I'll, I'll be at the top of my tower You can stand there with me too And we can look down on him and we'll say No, you missed a bit, walk over there <laughs> And we'll make yes. him do that Oh, I can't wait for the day oh, Until that, just hold that thought in your mind While we endure this intolerable man Okay, so as you walk forward through the camp Who would like to go first? My demon, I lead. I tell him to go oh, first. Yeah. Now, I just take a moment before we do. I say, what was your name when you were alive? Adam, roll me a d12. Oh, it should be God. a d20, but I'm going to make it a d12. <laughs> Eight. Okay, I'm going to change his accent. My name is Spadge McTavish, or you can just call me Spadge. <laughs> I shall decide what to call you, for I have brought you back from the dead. I will, in fact, call you Spadge, but I want you to know that the decision was mine. <laughs> Now, go through that. Go on. Go ahead of us. Go through the door. Spadge. Spadge. <laughs> that was given to us by Emmy Lou Walsh. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, so Spadge goes ahead and going to roll a d10. Spadge walks into some talking gargoyles, Ooh. and uh, these two gargoyles rotate and turn, and they're just like, "Hello, you wish to pass? You wish to pass? You wish to pass through the gargoyles?" And Spadge is like, "Hey, <laughs> I wish to pass." And say, like, "Okay, you go on to this end." You go on to this. And then the gargoyles deliver a riddle. Okay. Yay! Good. Well, Spadge, listen to the riddle, but then don't answer it. Come back. <laughs> not, have, not having you mess this up. <laughs> okay, so he listens to the riddle. You can't really hear what they're saying because you're just out of earshot. You just hear. Hey. <laughs> and then turns back and just goes, Okay, so the riddle is. <sighs> Have you forgotten the riddle, Spadge? I have forgotten the riddle. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Do you want me to go back? No, no, no. You've done quite enough damage for one day. We shall go. We shall go. It's just a riddle. It's just gargoyles. It's just talking. It's just talking. Come, friends. We go to the gargoyles. (laughs) And as you step forward, the chaos whips and changes. Roll me a D12. Oh. (laughs) Three. Oh, so that they remain as the talking gargoyles. Uh-huh. So uh, they whip and change, and the gargoyles just go. Bah, 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 we're back. Right, You, you want a riddle? I mean, is there the option of going through without a riddle, like just uh, a, a chat? All right, I'll do a riddle. Come on, come on. I'm sure I'm equal to your riddles. <laughs> what has to be broken before you can use it? Silence. <laughs> you take a D12 of psychic damage. Whoa! <laughs> so pompous. Okay. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, your, your voice, like a little kid, his, his voice isn't broken. It's broken, <laughs> so you can now use your voice. 
Maybe that's what it is. You take a D12. No, you take a D10 of psychic damage. Thanks, man. <laughs> How much health does everyone have? Oh, I've got tons. Tons of health. It has to be broken before you can use it. Uh, a saddle? And you take a D10 of psychic damage. Oh, god damn it. Toot steps forward and goes, Guys, oh, it's no. an egg. <gasps> well, that's not necessarily true. What if you wanted to use the egg whole? What if I wanted to boil it? Then you'd be a fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> he just walks through. I, th- that's that's not a riddle. <laughs> Say to the gargoyles, where's your manager? <laughs> that's not an acceptable riddle. There are different answers to that. Where's your manager? Come on. And uh, he's like, oh, manager protocol, right? He pushes a little button, casts a little spell, and the uh, the gargoyle manager comes out in like a little pair of... Uh, it's like a little gargoyle with a little pair of glasses with a little tail... He looks like an accountant. He looks a bit like an accountant, yeah. I lick his nose. (laughs) As you lick his nose, he's like, yes? Now, yes. yes, uh, My uh, my friend Glubrick here is is, is very uh, enthusiastic. I have a complaint about your riddle procedure. The riddle that I was given was not necessarily a a true answer. An egg? uh, What if I wanted to use the egg as an ornament? I wouldn't want to break it. Hmm? Um, sorry, what was the riddle? Did he give you the egg riddle? Yes, the egg riddle. And I, for one, wish to complain. He turns to the gargoyle and he just goes, Robbie, I've told you not to use a fucking egg riddle, you fucking idiot! So sorry about that, sir. So sorry. Please, come straight through. Thank you. Yes, and and what about uh, some compensation for the terrible psychic damage we've all received? Yeah, and how much damage did you receive? I took six points. And the gargoyle manager just waves his hands and just says, Eric, roll me a d12. Oh, ten. Ten. So you recover ten, and you can give your four to Gluebrick. I do that. And I say, may I say, what a what a what a wonderful thing it is to have such an excellent customer complaints department. That's what I pride myself on. Very, very good. Very good. I think other people should take note. Thank you for your for your time, and thank you for your service. You're most welcome. <laughs> this place is fucking weird. <laughs> These are the defences of a military base. Yeah, it's fucking carnage in here, man. It's like they're encouraging you to break the defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want you to do well. They want you to have a pleasant experience. Yeah, it's fucking carnage in here, man. It really is. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know why they needed us to do this. I don't know. Once we get into the in- inner sanctum, maybe it will be. I mean, I'd love to help, but I'm in the fucking wacky doors. Oh, no. <laughs> wacky races. Wacky so Toots and Eric have gone through with, with uh, Spadge. And Ghoul and Glubrick are still on the outside. Um, excuse me, I think you're forgetting something. Yeah, I I licked your face. Do you remember when I licked your face? Yeah. And then uh, he turns to you, Glubrick, and says, That was weird. And roll me a D10. (laughs) What? No, I don't want to roll it. Cool, you can stay where you are. L, roll me a D10. (laughs) No, I got 10. I got 10. Glubrick, you see the uh, manager, the gargoyle manager, dissolved. It turns into a mimic, and you see yourself as a large blue penis. And the mimic <laughs> just says, Hello, I'm Blue Prick Bumblefuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Oh, it's something from a nightmare. Oh, my God! Yeah, yeah Ghoul sees it as well, and you take Glubrick takes a D10 of psychic damage. Oh, two, no. two, great. <laughs> and you are allowed to pass through. That's all it does. Oh, oh really? Oh, <laughs> oh, not again, you nasty penis, Glubrick. 
As you walk through, the, the mimic dissolves into a group of, of small imps. There's like three or four of them, but they, these are demon imps, not devil imps. Very, uh, very harmless, and they all scurry up to you. And it's like, hello, 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 what do you, what do you need? Um, are you interested in placing a bet? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he hands them all. Which one do you think will die first? Oh, that's very good, that's very good. Um... I've got to say, it's going to be Henley. Yep, yep. That's what everybody says. Yep, yep. Isn't it? Put me down for a hundred soul shards. Oh, great. Hand it over. And they hand you a bag of a hundred soul shards. Well, this is great talking to you guys. Thanks so much. And Ghoul just strolls in. <laughs> and yeah, you just walk past. I've got written here, there are a group of friendly imps that insist on helping oh. you. Oh. Insist on helping you. Just give me all their money and let me go through. Great day. Nice. And you step through. And as that happens, we cut over to Henley, who's walking through just a kind of like wacky corridors with just ludicrous things. You know, there's a giant banana and then a small cloud and then the colour green and then the smell of ox hair. And it's just nonsense as you're walking through. Henley's walking through very calmly, kind of with the air of someone walking through the Tate Modern. Just for- <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that, yeah, that's wacky, yeah. And it's all just nuts. And roll me a d10. Or you see Scarifax. <laughs> he appears in front of you. But he is travelling around in a giant hamster ball. Like a huge metal <laughs> sphere. And he's screaming, The ultimate protection against intruders! And he's just barreling <laughs> towards you. Oh god, uh, well, uh, hold on a second. You know what would be really random? Is he holding on or is he going to kill me? Yeah, he's still coming towards you. You can finish your sentence, though. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, not killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I thought you might stop and listen. This is bad. <laughs> uh, so roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Yeah, it's not enough. He just screams. Ah! And he just smashes into you. And you take two D12 damage. Oh. Yeah, he's running around a hamster ball, but actually, interestingly enough, it is shaped like a D12. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, he just plows over you, just screaming, Boy, nerd! And just goes off into the shadows. <laughs> oh, can I do something? Can I cast a spell or something? Yeah, you can. See what? Can I shoot an arrow at him? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, so, I, I quickly draw my longbow and I say, you're not going anywhere. And I whip out my seal, but hold him by his tail, and I fling him in the air. Right. Hopes if I get a natural 20, my single arrow might be enough to do some damage to this ball. Yeah, nice. So yeah. roll me an attack roll and see if you get a natural 1 or a natural 20, because that's the only time you can't use the seal. Okay. Oh, no, so I got 12. 12, great. So now you want to use the seal. So now I need to do a 50-50 chance. Yeah, yeah. If you have a coin, flip a coin. Uh, well, I'll roll a d6, and 1 to 3 is tails, 4 to 6 is heads, yeah? No, man, roll a d12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll a d12. 1 to 6 is tails, 7 to 12 is heads. 
<laughs> Great. <laughs> it's ten. It's ten. So that's heads. So that is a natural twenty. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. Work. Nice work, Seal. He lands on his little pointed seal nose. Aww. He lands on his little nose and he bounces back up into your pocket and says, Now I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately sleep. Oh, he's so cute. Little sleeping seal. Amazing. <laughs> I get a natural 20 with my shot. Yes. So your shot flies through the ball and does damage to Scarifax directly. Roll me for damage. 1d8 regular damage twice, which is a total of 9. And then you get a d4 twice, which is 6. So it's 15, plus my regular damage modifier of 5. So damage of 20. So your arrow flies through uh, Scarifax's kind of weird d12 hamster ball and uh, thuds into his back and he just goes, Ah, fuck! And he continues on his journey off. But if and when you meet Scarifax, potentially for a boss battle, he will be already 20 damage down. Nice. I've done Good something. work, Henley. Oh, <laughs> very, very Even good. where so. I am. <laughs> <laughs> You're in green. Well, I wonder if he's been attacked. So now he knows there's people inside the flannel that are trying to kill him. He knows that there's spies in here now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But then also he's chaotic. He could have potentially even ordered someone to attack him for fun. <laughs> he's mental. That's <laughs> true. It's I mean, you know, insane. he'd be regretting now his decision to not have any guards in the camp and instead just a series of bizarre puzzles and riddles. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Scarifax is regretting anything. I think he's <laughs> having the time of his fucking life in there. What, is it, what does it look like where we are? You're currently in a, a standing around by a, a load of tents and they're all made of flannels mm, great. <laughs> sort of like sewn together in kind of different crazy shapes there's kind of loads of guards around and stuff but you know you've made it this far they're they're kind of ignoring you you're allowed to keep going if any you know if you're allowed to get through the defenses you're allowed to be in there and <laughs> what's the point in the car <laughs> is other yeah. the, flannels, the flannels are made of like towel toweling yeah yeah ghoul just looks around and says oh henley would have loved this <laughs> <laughs> so toots walks over and he's like inner sanctums this way and toots saunters through the camp and you approach a sort of huge building in the shape of Chris, what's the first thing you can think of? Uh, uh, don't say penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, first shape I think of. Uh, oh, it's, oh, shape. Anything. Oh, uh, a cup, a cup. A cup, yeah. it's the, You reach the inner sanctum and it's in the shape of a cup. The imaginative mind of Chris Leesk there. Flannel and cup. The worst <laughs> yeah. thing is I just looked at a cup. It wasn't exactly. even my it was so literal. Yeah. Wow, there's some serious Darren Brown shit going on there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Careful, listeners. Because suddenly sales of flannels and cups are going to skyrocket. <laughs> you be careful. So yeah, Scarifax's inner sanctum is in the shape of a cup. There's a door. As you guys approach, you look over to your left and you see Henley up here from a kind of uh, wacky tunnel. And it's just like... And Henley just comes out of this tunnel. And uh, yeah, how's Henley feeling? He doesn't appreciate wacky comedy. He comes out just like, oh, it's not... Could have done with some puns, you know. Okay, great. He immediately steps on a pun trap and it snaps around his leg and it does a D12 of damage. So you've got to say a pun to release the trap. Oh, God. Uh, oh, le- let go. Let go. <laughs> a leg. Oh, God. <laughs> I've taken God. six damage and I may just take more. <laughs> you've taken six damage oh, and uh, 
yeah, the, the trap doesn't open, and you can take another D12 of psychic damage. Oh, God. Uh, someone give me a pun and make it trappy. Love it. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah, it snaps that's open. Oh, that's, that's, that's some good quality material. Henry, did you see the tent? They're made of towel. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel right at home here. Am I even welcome back? Where someone tiny tries to get in your towel. <laughs> no, get welcome out. back, Henley. Welcome back, Henley. I hope you have been on some wacky adventures. It is good to have you with us again. No, please, please to be here. It was really weird in there. We need to be careful. Scarifax is rolling around in a giant metal ball. I did some damage to him, but be on your guard. If he's constantly changing things with his chaotic energy, maybe we should be chaotic. I suddenly just walked through the door without thinking. Just step through the door to surprise myself, through. thinking I'm tricking him. Great, and you see Scarifax naked. Oh! <laughs> he's like, ah! And then <laughs> it just vanishes and you're back outside. And he's oh. just like, don't come in yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> the, for goodness sake, glue brick. <laughs> have some decency, man. So, uh, Dude, am I just hearing this one? walking into people's houses without knocking first. Come on, man. No, yeah, no, that, that was wrong. Let's kill him <laughs> on his terms. Are we prepared for this fight? Ghoul, I don't suppose you could throw some healing my way. I'm quite injured. Oh, yeah, sure. That really did me over. Sure. Don't, don't touch me, though. The healing word today is draconian. <laughs> 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 Great! So good. Eight. Oh, thanks, ghoul. You're welcome. See, sometimes we can get along. We always get along, Henry. Yeah, but you're secretly trying to murder me. That's not the case. How does everybody know about the betting system? <laughs> <laughs> you say this and tons of change. <laughs> yeah, you say yeah, like all his change just splits open. Us. <laughs> just, yeah. Ooh, Scarifax has set a trap for us. This coin has appeared magically. All right, let's get to it. Pick up your change. And, uh, Come on. As you're waiting outside, Toots says, Okay, guys, are you ready for this? Because I've got a feeling it's going to be fucking mental. What are you going to be doing to help us, Toots? I'm going to help you fight Scarifan. Are you? Are you indeed? Yeah. I've got all kinds of stuff. Like, What have you got? Work. What can you do? What can you do, Toots? So yeah, I've built Toots. So Toots is uh, Toots is a bard. He's like a level five bard, oh. um, and he can do some pretty cool stuff. And he turns to you and he says, um, "Eric, I've got actually a, a really great mask that does cool stuff. I can cast spells. I've got a little rapier. And you know what? Can you roll me a D twelve? Do you want me a D twelve? Is that what you want? Is that <laughs> what you're saying, Dave? A D twelve? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? You can roll mm -hmm. me a D twelve. It's a wisdom saving throw on a D twelve. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, so okay. Well, I get plus one on it, so I make it comes to eleven. Yeah. I mean, the DC was fourteen, so you were never going to hit it. Uh, so you <laughs> fail. Jesus. But you cool. just hit. Let's go. You're just a, like a really fucking terrible actor. Oh. And he's used mocking taunt, and you have disadvantage on attack rolls. Toots, you twat! <laughs> I've got disadvantage it's, it's, on attack rolls when we go in there in the end game. You no, you. it's it's only towards Toots though. It's only towards, towards Toots. Toots. All right, yeah. okay. So if you want to attack him, you're now at disadvantage because he's made you sad. Okay, um, I, I I I look at him and I go you. <laughs> and I walk off. <laughs> Toots, so you've been here, you've, you've been around him. What is his weakness? I have a feeling, having just seen him start bollock naked, that the way of doing this is potentially by surprising ourselves when we fight him. And I walk in again, but this time suddenly turn backwards when I walk in the door. 
crazy. <laughs> you walking backwards, great. You walking backwards and you see nothing because oh. you're walking backwards. No, I'm joking. Uh, oh. <laughs> is anyone following him? Is Glubrick going in by yeah. himself? Yeah, we're, going. Yeah, we're going in. We're going in. Are you all going in backwards? No, uh, I'm going in forwards. Just, just going on his, bouncing on his head. So you guys are all walking in, and uh, but Glubrick is is walking in backwards, yeah. and <laughs> you guys, three of you, Eric, Henley, and Ghoul, and obviously Toots, see Scarifax uh, huddled over dozens and dozens and dozens of crazy different potions, all bottled up and ready to go. But even though Glubrick came in and saw him naked, I'm going to say that Scarifax is so distracted by uh, preparing. You guys get a surprise round on him. So everyone gets one attack before Scarifax gets to go. And we're about to head into our boss fight. So let's start with Chris. What do you want to do? I'm going to throw my axe. Yep, I'm going to I'm gonna fire a longbow. I'm going to cast Chill Touch. And I'm going to throw one of my magical domination throwing stars. Ooh. Very, very good. Now, you're probably all sitting there going, Dave, why have you not asked them to roll for a yet because the following happens glue brick your axe flies through the air and a spark of electricity burns around Scarifax and your axe turns into bubbles. Oh. Henley, your arrow turns into a swarm of bees. Oh. Eric, uh, your chill touch turns into sheets and sheets of paper with D12 written all over it. And <laughs> the irony. Cool. You throw one of your domination throwing stars and it just turns into uh, a little, it turns into stardust and showers to the floor and Scarifax turns around and chuckles and he picks up like eight potions like four in each hand and he just goes bring on the chaos and he just smashes them all on the floor and everyone roll me initiative For listening to episode 18 of Hell or High Rollers. My name is Dave Hearn and I am your GM. Eric Sanguinius was played by Adam Megiddo, Ellie Morris as Ghoul, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, and Chris Leesk as Glubrick Bumbledung. As usual, get yourself on over to our Patreon if you haven't already, where you can sign up to a whole host of extra goodies and Hell or High Roller special episodes. Big shout out to our Patreons this week are Lance Duddleston. Austin, Tyler Tavner, and Jerry Moyer. The show is produced by the wonderful Gareth Tempest, and the theme song is by Max Runner. Thanks for listening, and good night. When you get through nine of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind, but it ain't that like you knew so well. Keep telling myself to stay strong, you know I ain't done nothing wrong. I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong oh, Really D12. using those D12s today They've never had such a workout in their lives <laughs> Taking 12 points of damage He's taking 12 points There you go, that would have been tough Adam Because you're about to roll two sixes Yeah, what? No, that could still happen Yeah, but it's less likely than 112 <laughs> Is it? What? No, I don't know. No. I'm not a maths nerd. <laughs> the, the only difference is you're not going to roll a one if you do 2d6. That's true. That's so it's true. a two yeah, to 12. True. It's two to 12. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, just for the, you know, to reduce the cost of all the dice creation, I think yeah. it's worth it. <laughs>
and I shall be holding seminars on this subject. And, you know. <laughs> Link can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it actually yeah. does change the statistics more than that because I think that with 2D6s, there are more ways to make certain numbers. There are more ways to make 7 than there are to make 10, for example. So it changes the odds of hitting Interesting. Wow. wow. Interesting. Is that is that the case? Okay, I've got to ponder on that. You can have 6 and 1, yeah. 5 and 2, 4 and 3, or in any, or all wow. the different combinations add up to 7. Oh, yes, of course. Two yeah. <laughs> so it'd be, there'd be no 1, and there'd be more middling numbers. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Fascinating. It's a trade off. It's a trade off. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's keep on. This. Tune in next week yeah. for our discussion. <laughs> pitch for our side podcast. Everyone's like yeah, voices just went pe- so monotone. <laughs> monotone. It's called mm-hmm. pedant cast, and it's yeah. <laughs> That's the that is what happens when I have to do my tax return. Everything just goes into one voice. Yeah, and it's just the yeah. most. It's just I. I'm so it's so dull. I want to kill myself immediately. Uh, <laughs> This will come up because Pedanti loves this shit. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Right, I'll try and cut anyway, that down to something interesting. <laughs> you might not want to keep yeah. any of that. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.